Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and the Podcast. We're talking about TV shows, and we've picked out a show called The Watch. Um, and the episode's title is A Near Vimes Experience. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. This is episode one of a series that came out earlier this year, a British show, um, by the author... Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett. It's based it on is, the Discworld series, apparently, I, which I have never watched, so I don't know anything about it. I, yeah, I have no clue been. about it either. Me neither. So this is another example of the three of us watching a show called The Watch without any backstory to it, really. I hadn't even heard about it. Um, so this is, you know, going into it fresh. There's a lot of fans of Discworld who are not liking this show. And we're coming from a different perspective. We're coming from the perspective of, like, we don't know anything about Discworld, so we don't have those preconceived notions, maybe. We're just going to review it as a series, whether or not it's good or not. So, this type of show... Reminds me of several shows I've watched in the past, like Lex and some other ones. I, I like the visuals of it. Uh, it's a little on the cheap side, but I like the visuals of it. And I like the, 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 the tone of it. It's sort of the Brit, that British humor. And, and, you know, a little bit like Hitchhiker's Guide, a little bit like, um, I don't know, there's a lot of other shows like that. But the opening scene where this Vimes guy is talking to death basically. Yes. Yeah. And, and you hear noises in the background and Death is like, hey, I'm, I'm with someone here, guys. You know, it's just that, that type of humor. Uh, and this is sort of leading into the story of like, how did Fimes get there? And it's like, and there's a big flashback and we see everything that's going on within a several flashbacks and everything. So it's a very complex story. I mean, it's setting up these characters. Uh, the Watch is a organization that patrols the city, and um, it's a weird city with all kinds of humans and creatures that mm-hmm. live together. Crime has been authorized for certain things. If you're part of the criminal uh, guild, you can steal things because you're part of that criminal guild, so you're okay. I think there's an assassin guild, maybe, and if you kill people, you're you're okay because you're part of that guild. The thieves guild. But you you gotta leave a receipt. (laughs) So, it's very difficult to set up a, a, a new world that's so different from ours, and I, this show tries to do it, but it's, it's, um, it's going to take multiple episodes to see how this world is set up, but I, I think they do an okay job with it. Um, but in addition to that, we have to introduce ourselves to these characters, and um, we actually see a flashback of this Vimes character um, with, with his friend and I guess they were going to go in and, and sabotage the watch, and he changes his mind and sticks with the watch, and his friend gets killed, supposedly. And You know, so there's, a, there's something going on there. Um, 
but that's uh, his name is uh, Captain Sam Vimes, and he spends a lot of the episode having trouble with a zipper, <laughs> <laughs> or drinking, or whatever, and all that. Yeah, um, he's part of the watch, and there's a woman. Uh, at the there's a couple of people in the watch. There's a rock creature that looks like that rock thing from the Thor movies. Who's um, there? There's a uh, woman who just spends her time at the desk shooting birds off of the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who in a scene they they're talking. Uh, there's a new recruit that comes in as well. And there's a lot of setting up the world, all the watches, this and that. So it, I thought that was not smooth. There was a lot of talking, and, and it's kind of like, oh, geez, there's a lot of stuff to take in about this. This is a whole world that this Terry Pratchett probably did an amazing job with. I've heard about Discworld, and he probably did an amazing job over books and books and books. But I could see where it'd be difficult to try to create something in a, in a show like this, mm. a limited budget. But um, did you find it easy to follow? Some parts it's just you're sitting, you're going, okay, what, what's like, what's this, and what's, what's that, and I like. Well, like I mean, this. they do just drop you into it, and um, I think some, it, it does. I found it a bit confusing, but I did want to know more about the characters and find out, you know, what, um, you know, why they were doing what they were doing. So I think sometimes that's done to good effect. I, I don't think you need to have a lot of exposition and and discussion of why somebody's there or, you know, what their motivation is. It's, it's sometimes good to just find that out along the way. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I don't have the name of the rock guy off the top of my head. He must be on a different page. But um, Vimes and the rock guy go to the, um, talk to someone, and, and there's a big um, – uh, there's a missing book out of the library. <laughs> so they have to go oh, after this Sergeant Deterris. De De <laughs> okay. So a, li a librarian's happiness is at stake. Again, a lot of sarcasm, but it's like obviously this world is twisted in such a way that, you know, whatever you have preconceived about crime and this and that, and everything's just twisted. You know, there's – they have these cameras throughout the yeah. city, and there's a little – Run by imps. There's a little, imps little, little imp or something inside of it, and it's like, what the heck? Um. But but, kind of like wow, that's cool. You know, that, what a good idea. You know, um, you know, it, right at the bat, they're going after. Vimes is chasing after this dog, and I guess it's a, it's a, sentient dog, maybe, and, and he's trying to kill it. It's what well, was a bad dog, you know? He's trying to kill it or whatever. So there's a, a level of humor in this that. I find that it's trying to be funny and it's not, and then I also find some of it humorous. So I don't think the joke, all the jokes land, and it feels like it's a show that if I was in college or younger, I probably would have been like, 
wow because <laughs> i remember feeling that way with hitchhikers i feel that you know even like lex and stuff like that i keep mentioning lex because it it just feels a little bit like that it's a very grimy dirty um rundown place with a lot going on in the background and you're just kind of like whoa yeah again i'm, I'm going to reference this again and i think i talked about this in another show we were watching um that whole the whole place reminds me of the walled city of kowloon mm, yeah and uh you know crime and underground stuff and nastiness and yeah yeah there's um There's a large dwarf uh, constable. Carrot. Uh, what? His name is Carrot. Yeah. Uh, a bearded kid, werewolf. I, I know, there's a lot going on here. I, I just have notes. Uh, uh, a lot of stuff. But um, Vime starts to see his old buddy who he had betrayed, and he sees him a couple of times. Uh, not dead. Maybe... Is it his imagination or whatever? So that that's going on, and um, the mystery of the library book, and there's a uh, my notes cut off here, so I don't remember. But there was a woman who was um, help me out here. <laughs> oh, Sybil. Her name was Sybil, the um, the rich woman. Yeah, is she in a wheelchair? No. Someone was in a wheelchair. I yeah, think no, that was one of the one of the. Bad guys. Oh, uh, Sybil. Yeah, the the she's, you know, comes in to help. Gelanti. Yeah, and so she yeah, teams she, up. She with gets him. Sam by mistake. She thought he was like one of the oppressed or whatever. Mm. He had to raise his hand by putting up his little pinky. And and she's you know it's funny because she comes in halfway through the episode and it's like well when you look at the publicity she's like the standing in the middle so she's like the main character but um, obviously she's and she's, she's got a pet dragon big boy oh yeah who's actually little and she's also bald because the, the dragon burnt her hair off <laughs> so everything that kind of looks the way it should is is not you know just it's just kind of neat how there's so much something looks the way it is but it really isn't and I would love to find the rest of my notes on this show, but obviously I don't. And know. one of the watches of a werewolf, she has to be locked in the. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the one who was shooting the birds off of the. Lineage. Oh yeah. Okay, it's the same one. Yeah. yeah. That's. Angua, the Corporal Angua. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I I, I kind of like the. There's no. There doesn't seem to be any rules to this show. It just seems to have. These characters, you know, here's this little girl, like really short little, and, and she's shooting birds and she's a werewolf. And, you know, it's like, so it, it doesn't, you're not watching it going, oh, you know, this is boring. It, it, you're, you're just like, whoa, wait a minute, what? Whoa, what's that? You know, and, and you're being introduced. I was, I'm like, the story is good, but some of the stuff around it, I'm just like watching it going, oh, boy, this is tough to take notes and to remember yeah it's it's it it's very it's kind of jumpy and it and it moves really quickly um it's it's sort of hard to follow because i watched yeah. it again and i had 
it was easier the second time than the first time. Yeah. yeah. I, I had seen it once a few weeks ago and I have not didn't have a chance, my bad, to watch it again, which I should have. Oh um, no, you use a twenty first century term, my bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um I did like the um you know, the gender fluidity of some of the characters, the the uh what is he, the pathology the pathologist. Medical examiner, the, whatever, the, yeah. the, the goth ghost who went to the join his band. Right? Yes. And he sees, sees ghosts that are goth, gothic ghosts, <laughs> like punk rockers, and he says, I'm not joining your band. She. she. So, uh, or, I'm sorry, she. And then I was just like, oh, so there really are ghosts. They're dead people trying to recruit him for his band, so which means he probably has to die to be the singer for their band. Yeah, maybe. So. But do the uh, do the ghosts age though? Anyways, sorry, I know in, in one particular show they seem to age, but I don't. Know. <laughs> I was just the, the second time around, I, it dawned on me, oh, they're actually dead ghosts. Because okay. as opposed made... to as opposed to living ghosts. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It, this is just weird, and sometimes you probably have to watch it twice to to figure yeah. out what's going on. This is a very weird show. And there's a, they threw a lot at us in the first episode, not only characters, but the whole thing. You know, when, when you have a world, Umbrella Academy is a little bit like that because there's a lot of stuff. But for the most part, it's based in reality. It's based on a world that we're familiar with. Um, Nevers, to a degree, is based in a world that existed with strange stuff happening with both of those shows. But this... You're on some where that you don't know anything about. Nothing is is as it seems. And oh, by the way, here's a bunch of new characters, and it's hard. And I wasn't blown away by this when I watched it. I, I felt bogged down by some of the clutter with it. Um, it, it felt to me a little on the cheap side. Um, the acting yeah. is a little bit suspect over the top a little bit I, I i didn't warm up to the vimes character at all i thought he was kind of ridiculously like oh that type of character well that type of character but by the end of the episode i was like okay i i get it now i'm starting to grasp it a little bit I, i'm getting the the basis mm -hmm. let's get let's see if if this show can build on that and go further to the point where I want to see more of these characters and well, yeah, I just, we'll see. I mean, I was like you, I wasn't blown away and I was just like, yeah. Oh, so I think so far, this is the least favorite of the stuff we've reviewed. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But again, I, I'm, but we're not going to all like everything that we review. No, anyway. of course I not. mean, there's going to be some stuff that we okay. just like, well, you know, we just didn't care for this, but, but, but let's see. Compare this episode to I don't know uh, Orphan Fifty Five. I like this one better than Orphan. Okay, 55. well, see, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, again, I think that I'm willing to give it benefit of the doubt because I think this show is has huge expectations in terms of there's oh, a lot. Yeah. You, I'm you, like reading up on some of the stuff here, and it's like not very well received or very well. Light. 
Yeah, and I think that's mostly fans of the Discworld mm-hmm. and everything. I, I don't know uh, in terms of... I mean, of... this comment from Neil Gaiman actually made me laugh. He goes, the fan base are fans, and they like the source material because the source material they like. So if you're doing something else, you risk alienating the fans on a monumental scale. Yeah. It's not Batman if he's now a news reporter in a yellow trench coat with a pen with a pet bat. So he... Apparently he doesn't like it. I was like, kind of, I was like reading. I was like, okay, so you're telling everybody this sucks in an intellectual way that only Neil Gaiman can do. So that was like, that's yeah. like, that's a funny tweet. Well, I think so. that if you're a a fan of Terry Pratchett's work, and uh, I I've never read anything by him because I was a little intimidated by the amount of books in the series, mm-hmm. uh, and that's saying something. Me, um, I think you're not going to like it, you know, because apparently they've changed a ton of stuff. And which we would never know because we never, w- the which we wouldn't know, but you know, most of the people who are going to watch this are people who love Discworld and Terry Pratchett fans are rabid. Yeah. So I, I guess, I guess they're like a lot more crazier than the star Wars fans, which I thought which surprised me. Cause I thought a lot of the star Wars fans are dicks. And, and I guess these well, every every fandom has that. Yeah. Well, come on, Star Wars is probably the worst. But anyway, I guess these guys are uh, people who are Terry Pratchett fans are really crazy. I mean, I can see it too because if you like, well, just like an example, Agatha Christie, Poirot, and they don't do Poirot right, then fans will get upset. Or more to extent, Marvel superheroes, if they don't aren't true to the character, then the fan base would just go. I, I was sort of likening it to the fans of the Tolkien books. Yes, that's 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 yeah, exactly. It's a good example. I because mean, I've read the books and I've then read I saw the, the movies. Honestly, the, the, I've heard the movies. <laughs> the first trilogy, the, the the Lord of the Rings. I'm like, oh, this is great. But then when you get to the Hobbit, I'm like, well, no, it's yeah, that... not. They went way too creative, you know, way too much with the your vision on this i'm like no no well here's an example and and i know this this is horrible to say but it's true i had not read the lord of the rings or the hobbit before watching any of those movies that's fine well and and when i watched the movies i loved them lord of the rings the hobbit everything that lord of the rings did the hobbit did worse (laughs) i mean the first hobbit movie was pretty good but you know I'm not going to get into it, but they, they had practical effects in the first one. They went all CG in the second one. They went way overboard in the, the Hobbit. And, and so, and I read, I read the Hobbit book before I watched the, the series, so, um, the movie series. So I, I knew, um, and I had seen the, the animated stuff um, from years ago. So my, my, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my point is, you guys like the movies, even though you you had read the books, and because they they did a good job, they didn't necessarily at least, yeah at least with the Lord of the Rings yeah and that trilogy they they didn't change a whole lot. They expanded on a ton of stuff, and of course that maybe they bloated them up too much uh, a bit. And characters who were nothing were were completely forgot or com- certain yeah, characters like were completely Tom forgotten. Tom Bombadil, who just has a paragraph, for God's sakes, and people just go, "Oh, Tom Bombadil's not in the movie." I'm like, so well, what? And there are some characters <laughs> that have one line that are in it forever. You know, so obviously, you know, there's a lot 
when we re if we were to review those, we would have a lot to go by because we're remembering what we liked about the books initially before we watched the movies. And I would have the view of like, well, I like the movie. I like the way it was. One of my biggest complaints is why those freaking eagles don't just just fly them right to where they need to go. Oh, for that the, the movie would movie would have been over in five minutes. Yeah. Okay, and, let's and, just get the eagles go to Mount Doom, drop it in yeah, the volcano. Yeah. And it happened in both movies. They they had the eagles. You know, well, just bring them right to the. And and one of my when I bring that up in the movies, one of the arguments of the of a book reader was, well, it was in the books. Well, it doesn't make it any better. In the books, it's still a problem. Why didn't they? You know. So in the movies, it's just visually there. It is. You can see the mountain as the eagles are flying away. Well, just go a little further. It would take in ten. Yeah, minutes. exactly. It would be. <laughs> You had a 10-minute short movie, and at the end, you just said directed by Peter Jackson. And yeah, well, no. I, I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, that's any movie has, well, why didn't they just do that? But Well, and, you could go to the, the Phantom movie. Menace. If, you know, why did, you know, Qui-Gon doesn't turn around in time and say, Anakin, drop. Uh, Darth Maul would have killed Anakin right then and there. And there you go. Problem solved. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I, I mean, you're, you're right, but if you're going to add something like an eagle or time travel or teleporting, then remember that later down the line, if you introduce a, a device like a teleportation, that if they have the ability to teleport and they don't, then you have to explain yourself. So if, if the eagle is going to get them out of a, oh, there's no way they're going to get out of this. Woo, the eagle comes and steals um, uh, uh, exactly. Gandalf. Yeah, you know that's the first time we saw the eagle. Okay, fine. Where, why don't they use those eagles for everything? You, you know, and, and that's a writing. You know, it's not necessarily a flaw, but it's just something that happens. But anyways, anyways, back to the watch. Back to this. We don't have those. You know, so we're going in completely unaware of what's going on, and so none of what we're saying is we think that the Discworld books are bad. And I think a lot of fans don't like that because they want to see something good, but they also, people like us, we're going, well, the watch isn't that good, so Discworld must suck. <laughs> well, and that's, yeah. not, that's not true. Right. Um, does it, I will say this, though, does it make you want to go out and read the Discworld books? No. At least Maybe. not after the first. I episode. mean, I have, it's been in the... It's been on my radar for a long time, the Discworld books. I mean, they've been around. I think Terry Pratchett's actually dead. Um, he is. He passed away like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And and so people have told me, oh, you should read those, you know, because I do, I do like fantasy fiction, and I do like fantasy fiction that's set in other worlds that isn't completely, you know, post-apocalyptic. Um and, and, you know, it's, it's been a thought that, oh, you know, maybe I should go to, like, a used bookstore and see if I can find a copy. So I might pick it up. But, again, there are a lot of books in the Discworld series. Yeah. Well, you're a completist how, how then, probably. How much is, how much is a lot? Is it like, 50? <laughs> no. well, I don't know. If, I don't think it's that, that much. 20-something, maybe, or something. Yeah. But, I, I mean, it sounds like you're a completist. I feel that way, too. If you're going to yeah. watch something you want, you want it, or read something, you, you want to do all of it. Um, but, I mean, I've done that before. I've picked up series of books, and I would read the first book, and I go, okay. <laughs> I don't what, have any urge to... That's what I'm doing now with the, the, the Hercule Perot books. I read one. I said, well, i got to read the other. And it's like over 20 of them. 
Well, yeah, but the other could, the other thing could happen too. You could read the first book and say, well, sorry, that wasn't that good, and I'm, I don't feel like watch reading the rest of them. And uh, you know, again, that, that same is thing. True. That, ha that has happened. Same thing with Discworld. I, I forty-one. You know, there's okay. Holy wow. books. Close to 50. Oh my goodness. Jeez. And he also wrote other stuff too, yeah. right? He did. Well, he, he knew where his money was coming from, that's for sure. I mean, you know, that's, that's probably right. his he cash. He averaged like four or five books a year. Well, yeah, and, and I don't feel like what reading 40 books either. I, I mean, you know, I, I would, I wouldn't, I don't read fast and I don't read that many books and so Forty books would do it for me. Uh, that would be the end of it. I, I would be dead before I yeah. got to that. Probably. That's what I was thinking. I'm and, looking, and, at, I'm looking yeah. at all the books I haven't wow. read. Yet. I'm just reading his Wikipedia. He averaged. He wrote on average two books a year. Yeah. Well, how you know if you're saying Terry Bratchett fans are listening to this and how good can they be if he read if he wrote that many <laughs> like that? Well. Feel, I don't know, feel the anger. Maybe people, more people, will listen to our stuff if they know that we're bashing Terry Pratchett. But. Well, no, no, we're not. Well, I'm not bashing Terry Pratchett. No, I know. I'm just joking. I know nothing right? about him. Yeah. No, I know. But right, does, we're going into this this series as, like, as newbies who've never who have no have never read anything that he's done. Yeah. yeah. There, there's um there's a series of books that are sort of loosely connected to each other. God, I can't remember the author's name, but one of them is Cowboy Fang's Space Bar and Grill. And then there's Yendi and Jereg, and they're really good, and they're funny. And they also, so when I had mentioned to somebody that I liked those books, and I also enjoyed um, the Xanth books by Piers Anthony, mm -hmm. um, that's when somebody suggested that I might like Discworld because the the style of humor is similar, because the 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 Xanth books are funny, and the um, Jerig and Yendi and Cowboy Fangs are are you know they're they're like amusing books, yeah. like the same way as um, Hitchhikers is is a it's an amusing book, yeah. but yes, it is. like exciting things happen, you know. So I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll see if I can find a used copy somewhere and and give it a try. I don't well, know. Yeah, I think uh, you know. I think that the perception is if if the if the watch sucks, and people who don't read the books watch the watch, they're gonna say, "Oh, this world sucks. I'm not gonna read it." On the other hand, you might get us. It sounds like all three of us might even be thinking this a little bit to a to a different degree. Well, you know, I see what they're trying to do here, and it's not that good. But everyone's complaining about it. Maybe Discworld's good. Maybe I'll give it a shot, and then I'll be able to compare it to the series, whether or not it goes on for more seasons. Mm -hmm. um, at least, no. I, I have a tendency of when I read books before movies come out, I feel like it. it I, I did it for a while, and I didn't get any enjoyment out of it. I felt like it spoiled the movie for me. Um, I read. Um, Ready, Ready Player One, for example. Did I read that? No. <laughs> Why did I bring that up if I didn't read it? There were several books that I read, uh, Cloud Atlas, um, several books, and when the movie came out, I, I felt like, in that case, it was a little bit different, but I felt like, it, to a degree, it kind of spoiled the movie a little bit, and I feel like I'd rather have a good movie rather than a good book experience or whatever. And, and in reading the book after the fact, it's like, 
I don't know if that's even worth it because you've just seen the movie. But in this case, because it's so polarizing and and uh, or hated, that maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll you know put that on my list to seek I out at some point. Way too much stuff to read to put this on my list. Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm afraid that if you know, I think that's what Julia said. If you if you read it and you think it's the best thing you've ever re- read, or you know, it's, then you're going to want to read all of it, and you're going to be stuck. <laughs> yeah. And you go, oh, damn you, Terry Pratchett, for getting me into this. And I'm sure not all the books are as good as every other one. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's low-quality books there. I mean, it could be 30 of them are bad. But once you become a fan of it, you're going to not sit there and say, well, these books suck. You know, you're going right. to support it. But anyways, but this series, um, from a perspective of three people, who have not read the books. Um, I don't think we're blown away by this, but I think, um, you know, it's kind of unique, and um, I'm going to give it some more episodes and see what's going on with it, but uh, Mm -hmm. I'm definitely... Looking at the U.S. ratings, these might be the only eight episodes. (laughs) So... Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll review it to the end, and then you know we'll make a final judgment on it if it's if it's not going to go on, and um, and we'll and we'll move on from it. It'll be one of those shows that you kind of, you know. Well, we'll see. I mean, you know, which well, is it, worse? It came out first in England, right? Or was it just made for BBC America? No, it was made for BBC America. Oh, was it? Okay. Oh, Have okay. they? Um. I mean, but but which is worse, having a show that you absolutely love and it doesn't get renewed, or a show that you sit through and and watch all the episodes and go, boy, what a waste of time that was. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I know there's gray areas. I mean, I'm not going to say that at the end of this, I'm going to say, well, that was a waste. Maybe I will, but I might also say, oh, I thought it was okay. But you know, it's you know, there's so many of those shows that you watch and then years later you go, oh yeah, I forgot about that. It really was not memorable. You know, maybe you were okay at the time watching it, but it, it's overall you're like, uh, you know, but we'll oh, see. Phil Collinson is one of the executive producers. He was producer with Russell T. Davis. Yeah. Well. After who there? Yeah. Well, then I'll then I'll stop watching it then. No. <laughs> if it has any connection with Doctor Who, I, no, 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 it won't. No. Um. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the, the rest of the series. Again, I'm not, you know, thinking that I'm gonna. If I have a choice to watch Nevers or this, I'll, I'll definitely watch Nevers. But um, I'll be curious to see how it goes. And yeah, if at, the, if at the end of it we're like, oh, this, I thought we thought it was was good. You got you, you Discworld fans are wrong. You know, well, no, you have a different perspective. But right, exactly. So. Anyways, um, anything else about this one? No. Okay, thanks for listening.